Welcome back to the Fitch Ish Project with your host, Lathan Bass, as always, where we make fitness practical for the average person like me and you. Uh, at the time of this recording, it is December 20th, which means we got about 11 days left of this year, 11 days left of 2023 before we roll into the new year. And with the new year, we know a lot of New Year's resolutions are coming with that. And a large majority of people who make New Year's resolutions have health or fitness within those resolutions. And a ton of people have the goal to lose weight, get in shape, look better, all that good stuff. So I figured this would be a really good time to talk about some of those things. Uh, because as someone who has lost 100 pounds and knows a little bit about weight loss, there are some things that I think you need to know in order to be successful because the fact of the matter is most people who try to lose weight, they'll be able to lose weight, but most people will not be able to sustain that weight loss. I recently heard a statistic that said six out of seven people who attempt to lose weight will actually be able to lose the weight. So that's a pretty high percentage. That's pretty good. But of those people who are able to lose weight, 90% of those people will gain it back within three years. So obviously, for most people, the goal when they are after weight loss is to be able to lose the weight, but also keep the weight off, right? You don't want to do all that work. You don't want to lose the weight and then gain it all back months later or years later. You want to lose that weight. You want to feel good. You want to look good. You want to be able to maintain that new lifestyle. So we're going to talk about how exactly you can do that, because I think a lot of people, you know, they might hear that and they might start thinking, well, do diets actually work? Is it worth doing? Is weight loss just impossible? You know, is it my genetics that are to blame? Like, what's the deal here? Why can't people lose weight and keep it off? So we're going to talk about exactly that. We're going to talk about do diets work, how they work, and what things you actually need to focus on to be successful. Because as I've said a couple different times on this podcast, I think there's a abundance of information out there. And a lot of it is great, but there's a lot of it that is very confusing can be overwhelming. A lot of it that is just flat out wrong. You know, quite a few myths out there that still exist around weight loss, around fat loss, around the methods that you should use and all that kind of stuff. So it can be confusing. And especially if you're somebody who's really after fat loss, you know, for health reasons, or maybe you want to improve your confidence, you want to improve how you look, you want to have more energy, you want to, you know, just feel better in your own skin, and you just really want to make a lifestyle change. Well, it can be hard to know where you should actually start who you should listen to, what things you should focus on. So I thought I'd do a little overview on that because, you know, as I've said, being in the position that I'm in, losing 100 pounds and then being able to sustain that weight loss for the last five plus years, I feel like I know some things that could be helpful within that realm. So we'll get into it. We'll talk about that. We'll send you away with some things that you can focus on. So if you do have a goal to lose some weight within the next year, that you can actually be one of those few people who are successful because even though a lot of people go after weight loss and aren't necessarily that successful with being able to sustain it i think there's a lot of reasons why and so we're going to talk about some of those things and how you can avoid those things and then again some of the things that you can actually focus on so you can be one of the people that has success within weight loss within fat loss so you can feel better look better have more energy all that good stuff so getting into this one the first thing to address is do diets actually work? Well, I mean, you've heard me talk about it a lot with myself, obviously, you know, with my personal weight loss, but I've also helped other people lose weight through dieting. 
And there's a lot of people out there who have lost weight successfully and kept it off, even though that number seems kind of low, you know, 90% of people gaining it back. That means there's at least 10% out there who are successful with it and who have dieted and who have been able to lose the weight and keep it off. So just because the numbers are low doesn't necessarily mean that diets don't work. I think that a big reason that we see unsuccessful dieting is the way that people approach it and the methods that they use and the tactics that they use, which we're going to talk about here, because how you approach a diet is extremely important if you want long-term results, because there's kind of two different ways that you can go with it. You know, some people will come in with the idea that they just want to lose some weight because they want to maybe look better for like a wedding or a vacation, or they have some type of event coming up and they just want to lose weight fairly quickly. And they don't really care if they gain it back after the fact, which like, to each their own. If that's something that you want to do, then go for it. I'm not here to tell you that that's a bad thing. If you want to lose some weight for, you know, a vacation or a wedding or whatever, like and you want to do it and you don't mind that you're going to gain the weight back, then go ahead and use some of those, you know, approaches that maybe aren't as sustainable and get your weight loss, enjoy your event, and then, you know, be ready for what's going to come after that. But I think for a lot of people who actually want the long-term weight loss, which I would say is a majority of the people, they still try to use these methods that aren't really sustainable. So they want the quick results. They want to use these extreme diets or extreme training programs. And again, you'll be able to lose the weight, but it's not going to last because if you're doing things that you can't sustain, well, then the likelihood of you being able to sustain your results just isn't going to happen because you're not using the same methods that you use to lose the weight to sustain the weight. So if you're trying to work out seven days a week, and you know you're doing it for a couple months and you're seeing really good progress but then you burn out and then you just kind of fall off and now you're only working out you know once a week or whatever and maybe you're missing a week here you're missing a week there because you're just so burnt out and you don't feel like you can keep it up well obviously that's not going to be good for you know sustainable progress if you're using some type of extreme diet let's say you cut out all sweets all alcohol you're going super low carb you're able to do that for you know eight weeks and you lose some good weight but what happens when you go back to eating carbs, to having some alcohol, to having some of those treats that you enjoy? Well, you're probably going to gain a lot of the weight back. So I think, again, you want to make sure that you are approaching it with a more sustainable, more long-term mindset because the quick results, they'll get there, but you know they never last. So again, if you want to have those sustainable results, then you need to focus on building habits building the skills, cultivating a new mindset. And it can be hard too. like you've been eating in a certain way, you know, for years, and then all of a sudden, you just want to change those things. And you want to eat in a way that's maybe a little bit healthier, a way that can get you to your physical goals and make you feel better, all that good stuff. But you've been eating the same way for, you know, 25, 30 years, 40 years, whatever the case may be. And to just flip that switch and do that overnight is probably not very likely. So you have to be able to be okay with investing that time that it's going to take to change those habits, to build those skills, to get the new mindset that's going to help you in the long term. And again, like I said, that doesn't happen overnight. I talk about my own personal story, you know, with losing weight and all that stuff. But I think sometimes people don't realize that I started that eight years ago. I think it was now. Yeah, about seven, eight years ago is when I really started that whole journey. And, you know, I lost 75 pounds within the first 15 months. And then kind of yo-yo dieted back and forth. I've tried a lot of different diets. I've ate in a lot of different ways. I've tried tons of different training programs. But 
you know, over that time, I've been able to figure out things that work really well for me. And now I'm in a place, you know, eight years later, will I, where I feel super comfortable with like my eating habits, with being able to go out and have drinks and go out to eat and, you know, do all those things and also still hit my fitness goals so I can, you know, enjoy a social life, but I can also be super goal focused within my fitness, which is something that's important to me. And I'm just in a place where like, I don't have to think about it as much anymore. Whereas like when I first started, I really had to take my time. I had to learn a lot. I had to make a lot of mistakes, but I just knew that I was invested in this thing because fact of the matter is like, you only get one body. You're walking around this body, you know, for your entire life. And I just was sick of walking around in a body where I didn't really, I wasn't proud of it. I didn't want to be that big. I wasn't comfortable. I didn't feel that great. Like I just wanted to change all that stuff. And so for me, it was a no brainer. Like I'm willing to invest the next, however long it takes, you know, two years, three years, four years, eight years, whatever, in order to be in a place now where like, I'm super comfortable. I have no issues with that kind of stuff. You know, I still struggle with certain things here or there, but like as a whole, I'm just so much more comfortable physically. I feel better mentally, confidence, like all that stuff is just on a complete different level than when I started. And so to me, again, like thinking about those things long-term, it's a no brainer because like once you have these skills, it makes, you know, sustaining that weight loss and living a living your life in the way that you want to so much easier. And it's something that like I it's hard for me to even put into words because it, it's such a huge difference from where I was to where I am now and how I feel about myself, my mental health, like all that good stuff, like it's just so much better and just such like on a different level. But again, you have to be willing to commit to the process and really invest that time and just understand that. You know, it's going to take longer than three months or six months or, you know, these 30 day challenges or like all that kind of stuff that people promise you. Like, yes, you can make a ton of really, really good progress within, you know, three months or six months. But to be where you want to be, like most people, they have these pretty big goals. Like it's going to take a little bit longer probably than you think. And I think having the right expectations going into that and again, really just being okay with committing to the process and understanding like, okay, this is like a lifestyle change. This is a long-term thing. This isn't just a quick fix. And I'm not just going to go back to eating a bunch of crap or like never working out or things like that. You have to commit to, you know, a healthy, active lifestyle and build on that as you go through your days and throughout your months and throughout your years in order to get to a place where like you really feel good. When you think about the concept of building a good, healthy lifestyle, like you understand that it's probably going to take some time, but just like all things in life that are worth having, they take time. Getting a good job doesn't typically happen overnight, right? You got to go to college for four years and you graduated from high school and you might have to do some internships and you got to work some jobs and kind of build your way up. Like most, for most people, it doesn't just fall in your lap, right? It takes time to build up and get to a level where you want to get to. Same thing goes for other things, you know, like building wealth. It takes time to, you know, save up money and make investments and build up your wealth and your net worth and all that stuff. Good relationships, right? Those don't just happen overnight. They take time. You have to invest in them. You have to be willing to commit to them. You have to be willing to put in the time and maybe to learn some things and go through some struggles and challenges. And health is no different. Like you have to build the skills, you have to build the new habits, you have to build the new mindset and all that stuff is going to take time. But again, I don't think there's anything that you can invest in as much as your health that's going to be as impactful as really anything else that you can do. Because if you don't have your health, 
you know, it's going to affect you in all your different areas, whether it's work or relationships or, you know, whatever the case may be, health is always going to be number one, because without it, you can't really do a whole lot. So again, just taking that approach, I think can be super helpful and just understanding, you know, if long term progress is the goal, like if you want to have your results for the long run, and really live a healthy lifestyle where you feel good, look good, perform good, all that stuff, then taking that approach, I think is super, super helpful. Getting into the next part, talking about how diets work. So we've established, yes, diets can absolutely work if you take the right approach, but how do diets work? So in order to understand dieting and be successful with it, you need to have a little bit of background on it. I'm not going to go like crazy deep into it, but just from like a basic understanding, it can be super helpful if you know how diets work so that you're not tempted to try a bunch of dumb stuff. And once you know the principles, then you can be super flexible in how you approach it, which I think is also really helpful because a diet that works well for me might be a little bit different than the diet that works well for you might be the diet that works well for somebody else. So I think a lot of times people, you know, ask the question of like, hey, what did you eat to lose 100 pounds? Or they'll be like, what diet did you use or what training program? And they think that because they use the exact same method that they're going to get the same results. And that's not necessarily true. You know, it may work for you, like if your lifestyle is similar to mine, if your goals are similar, if, you know, your preferences are similar and you have a similar mindset to me and, you know, all that kind of stuff, then maybe the diet that I use will be helpful, but maybe not, you know, maybe you'll use a diet that's different than the one that I used and that seems to work well for you. Now, obviously there are certain principles and certain things that you can focus on that are going to help everybody just as far as fat loss or weight loss goes, but the way that you approach it. Can be a little bit different so having a good background knowledge can be helpful to actually understand what's going on and pick methods that actually make sense for you and that are actually going to get you the results that you want so at a super basic level here's how diets work you probably heard the term calorie deficit or maybe you've heard the term energy balance or maybe you've heard the term calories in versus calories out all that stuff is similar and basically all it's saying that you need to be burning more energy than you are taking in through food and drink. So to give you a very basic example, if I'm burning 2,500 calories on a daily basis pretty regularly, then I need to take in you know less than that in order to be considered in a calorie deficit. And if I'm in a calorie deficit, then I'm going to lose weight because your body needs a certain amount of energy. Again, in our example, 2,500 calories, if I'm only giving my body 2,000 calories, well, it needs to get that energy from somewhere else, which it's going to do from your body. So burning fat or muscle to get that energy that it needs on a daily basis. Pretty simple, right? So I think sometimes people will think that if they're eating clean, quote unquote, like if they're eating, you know, they're not eating a bunch of junk food or not really eating a bunch of sweets or eating a bunch of, you know, processed foods or things like that, that they can lose weight. And while that stuff certainly helps, you know, eating more whole foods, fruits, veggies, proteins, all that good stuff can be helpful. If you are still eating too much, if you're eating too much food or taking in too many calories through drink, then you are still not going to be losing fat. So one thing that I hear quite a bit, and I think that where people get confused is, is, you know, they'll be like, well, I'm eating super clean. I'm eating super healthy. You know, I eat a lot of fruits and veggies and proteins and things like that. But the fact of the matter is, if like you're trying to lose weight and you're not losing weight, it's because you're not in a calorie deficit. You're not eating less energy. You're not taking in less food and drink than your body needs. So easy way to tell, 
the scale's not moving down, if you're not seeing changes, then your, you know, your progress pictures, if you don't see your clothes aren't getting looser, well, then you're not eating in a calorie deficit. Sometimes we do this knowingly, and sometimes we do this unknowingly. Maybe we're eating more calories than we think because we're dousing our food in sauces or eating a bunch of snacks or things like that, that we don't think are as many calories as they are. Maybe we're having, you know, we do really well throughout the week, but then on the weekend we go too crazy. Maybe we are, you know, just getting some extra calories in, in different places where we don't really realize it. If you're not losing weight, then you're not in a calorie deficit. And I think knowing all that, you know, can be super helpful. And the other thing about this is, you know, once you understand like what a calorie deficit is, like, yes, food quality absolutely does matter. But once you understand that, okay, if I'm eating in a calorie deficit, well, then I can include some of those things that people wouldn't think are necessarily the healthiest and maybe they think would make them gain fat and still not gain fat. So like, for example, whenever I'm in a fat loss phase, I'll still include things like ice cream or like maybe I'll have the occasional donut or the occasional drink or things like that. And as long as I'm in a calorie deficit, I can still lose weight and still have those things, which I think for a lot of people is very eye-opening, but it's also something that makes the whole process a little bit easier because trying to cut those things out completely can be really, really hard for a lot of people. And it's just not really all that realistic, which, you know, again, goes back to using sustainable methods. If I can include some of those things in moderation and still lose fat, well, that's going to be a lot easier for me than trying to just completely eliminate all that stuff where I'm always thinking about, you know, when can I have this or when can I have this or over restricting too much. And then now I'm binge eating on all that food. So understanding, you know, these basic principles of being in a calorie deficit is super helpful for a lot of different reasons. Once you understand calorie deficit, well, there's a couple different ways that you can get into a calorie deficit so that you can lose fat or lose weight. There's three main ways that you can get into a calorie deficit. And again, you know, reminder, calorie deficit just means you're taking in less energy than you're burning throughout the day. Simple as that. So three main ways that you can do this. You can do it by focusing on time. So basically you eat within a smaller window throughout your day. This would be things like intermittent fasting or time restricted feeding where people will only eat like within like, you know, an eight hour window or a 10 hour window or a four hour window. And all this does is it cuts down the amount of time that people are eating. And when people do that, they're more likely to eat less calories. So if you're only eating six hours per day, well, the likelihood of you eating less calories throughout the day is much higher, right? Because if I'm eating 12 hours throughout the day, I'm probably going to eat more food than if I'm only eating in a six hour window. Now, that's not always true. So it doesn't necessarily mean just because, you know, you're making yourself a smaller window that you're going to eat less calories because if you were really just going crazy and eating everything in sight, well, you could easily eat just as many calories in six hours as you might eat in 12 hours. But that's the whole idea is that shortening that time window will reduce the amount of time that you're eating throughout the day, which then will reduce the amount of calories that you're eating throughout the day. So time is one thing that you can use to cut down on calories. Another one is just food quality or food choice. So this is basically like reducing or eliminating certain types of food or whole food groups. So this would be something like, I'm sure you've heard of keto, or this could be like low carb or carnivore where you're only eating meat and not really eating anything else. This could be like a low fat diet where you don't really eat much fat. Basically, this whole idea is that you're cutting out a whole food group or eliminating certain types of foods. And again, this works for the same exact reason. If I cut out an entire food group, so let's take low carb, for example, if I cut out all carbs, well, then I'm only eating proteins and fats. Well, the likelihood of me eating less calories is much, much higher. If I'm on a keto diet and 
70% of my diet is made up of fat and I'm not really eating a ton of carbs and protein is not all that high either. Well, the likelihood of me eating less calories is a lot higher if I'm only eating one main food group. You know, same thing goes for low fat. If I'm only eating protein and carbs and I'm not eating much fat, the likelihood of me eating less calories, much, much higher. So again, there's nothing magical or anything special about any of these diets. They're all doing the same thing. They're all getting you to the same goal of just trying to eat less calories. And then the third one is food quantity, which this is the one that I personally use and I teach people most about is basically you can eat whatever you want, whenever you want, but you need to eat less of it is the most basic way that I can explain that. Now, when it comes to food quantity, this would be things like measuring your calories, flexible dieting, or maybe like counting your macros. You probably heard of some of those different things. So you're eating basically the same things that you're eating now, but you just have to eat less of that. So you're eating less calories by eating smaller portions or less food, which again leads to eating less calories. Eating less calories or eating in a calorie deficit leads to weight loss or fat loss. So those are your three ways that you can really do it, that you can get into a calorie deficit. And, you know, all these things are picking or choosing some form of restriction, but picking the one that makes the most sense for you and that is easiest to stick to should be the goal here, right? And this is why I think people have trouble when it comes to weight loss is because they try to use a diet that maybe isn't made for them and that doesn't even appeal to them at all. So like, for example, if like, I'm somebody who really likes carbs. I'm not going to do a low carb diet because I'm not going to be able to stick to that. I'm going to hate it. I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm going to miss eating bread and I'm going to miss eating carbs and fruit and all that kind of stuff. So for me, I'm not going to do a low carb diet. I've done it in the past and I hated it. I'm not going to do a keto diet because I don't want my diet to be full of just fats. And I like protein. I like to eat carbs. So for me, doing a keto diet, not going to work. I'm probably not going to do... Uh, intermittent fasting. I've also tried that. Didn't love it because I just prefer to eat my meals at the times that I want to eat them. So I don't use that. So for me, flexible dieting has been really good because, you know, I could eat the way that I want to eat. It works for my lifestyle. It works for my goals. It works for my preferences. And that has been, you know, what's worked really well for me, helped me lose 100 pounds, sustain 100 pounds, all that good stuff. But again, for you, maybe one of those things that I mentioned would work better for you. Maybe you would like to do time restricted feeding or you know, try a low fat diet or whatever the case may be. Um, so again, it's just finding which diet works best for you because there is no best diet. The best diet is the one that you're going to stick to. So figuring out which one is the best for you, you're going to have the most success with that one. But again, just to reiterate, all these things do the exact same thing. None is better or worse than the other one. They just all have the same goal, which is to eat fewer calories you can't stick to it, then it's probably not a good diet for you. So try to find the one that makes the most sense for you and one that you can see yourself sticking to for a good amount of time. All right, now that you understand, you know, what diets are and how they work just from a basic level and, you know, some different ways that you can go about setting up a diet, let's talk about the things that you actually need to focus on in order to be successful. Because again, we don't want to be the one of those people who loses the weight, gains it all back. We want long-term sustainable progress. So let's talk about five different things that you need to focus on if weight loss is the goal going into 2024, that's going to help you actually be successful for the long term. So number one, above all, I think mindset is the most important thing because, again, you need to take that long term approach. I won't spend too much time on that because I did at the beginning of the podcast, but understand this is a lifestyle change. If you want it to be long term, you have to use methods that you can see yourself doing for the long term. You have to think about it as 
a complete lifestyle change which is just oh this is just something that i'm going to do for the next three months or eight weeks or 75 days or whatever the case may be you want long-term progress you need to focus on building the skills building the habits and cultivating the right mindset so that's number one get the mindset right because if the mindset isn't right keeping your results is going to be extremely hard enjoying your results probably not going to be very easy to do either next on the list of five is calories so calories are going to be the most important when it comes to losing weight if you need to figure out how many calories you actually need to lose weight you know i have done different podcasts about that in the past talk about that stuff on my social media is quite a bit but if you just take your body weight right now and multiply that somewhere between 10 to 12 10 if you are on maybe the less active end maybe you don't work out a ton don't have a super active lifestyle right now 12 if you're pretty active you know you work out regularly all that good stuff and 11 if you're somewhere in the middle if you take your body weight in pounds multiply it by 10 11 or 12 that's going to give you a good range to shoot for as far as calories uh, when it comes to fat loss um, but understanding calories are king when it comes to calories food quality does matter so like i said you could actually lose weight on you know just eating purely not super healthy food like chips and you know twinkies and desserts and pizza and like all that kind of stuff that maybe isn't the most healthy to eat all the time you could lose weight if you were eating in a calorie deficit while eating all that stuff now food quality matters because you don't want to eat like that because if i'm strictly eating just donuts and not eating any kind of foods that have you know more nutrition and have some fiber and make me feel good well then i'm not going to feel the best i'm not going to perform the best I'm not going to have much energy. I'm not going to be getting the nutrients that I need. So again, you don't want to just be eating a whole bunch of crap. Like you want to be eating whole foods, fruits, proteins, veggies, you know, whole foods or foods in their whole form, you know, healthy fats. And I always tell people when it comes to calories, focus on the 80-20 rule. So 80% of the time you're focused on those whole more unprocessed type foods, you know, single ingredient type foods, fruits, veggies, proteins, healthy fats good carbs, all that good stuff. And then 20% of the time, have whatever you want. So the pizza, the ice cream, the cakes, the cookies, the desserts, like all that good stuff that you still want to have from time to time in moderation and, you know, still be a human. Eat that stuff 20% of the time. So again, main focus on those high quality foods most of the time, but also include some of those other things in other times, just so that, you know, you're not feeling like you're restricting too much and you still like feel like you can have a social life and enjoy yourself and eat foods that you want to eat from time to time. Third thing on the list, protein. So you want to make sure that you're prioritizing protein anywhere from about 0.7 grams to about one gram per pound of body weight per day is somewhere that you want to be. Um, and we do this for several reasons. You want to feel full. It's going to help you feel more satisfied and it's also going to help you eat less. So if you're prioritizing protein and really getting as much as you need, you're going to notice that it's probably you know, more than you're used to, and you're going to be more full, which when you're more full, you're going to be more likely to eat less of the other stuff, which is a good thing, right? We want to feel full. We want to feel satisfied. We want to feel satiated. It's going to make us eat less of those things that we don't need to eat as often. So prioritizing protein, big thing. Also on top of that, protein is going to help with building or sustaining the muscle mass that you have, because when you're in a fat loss phase, you don't want to be losing a bunch of muscle. One thing that's going to help doing that is eating enough protein because you don't want to just lose a bunch of weight. You probably want to look better. And in order to look better, look a certain way, you need to hang on to the muscle or build muscle and then lose fat. So protein is important for that reason as well. 
number four on the list, we have strength training, and this builds off the protein thing as well. So again, if fat loss is the goal, you probably want to look a certain way. You don't just want to get smaller, flabbier. So strength training is going to help with that. So strength training anywhere between like three to five times per week is, is pretty average, you know, getting in the gym and doing some sort of strength training is going to be helpful for that, help hold on to that muscle, help you look the way you want and also live the way you want, right? Muscle is good, not only just for, you know, the way that it helps you look, but also helps you to do all the things that you want to do, play sports, you know, go on hikes, do outdoor stuff, uh, whatever the case may be, it helps you live in a way that you want to live. And then along with that, building and maintaining muscle is also a good thing because it's going to allow you to eat a little bit more. So if you have more muscle, it allows you to eat a little bit more, which is never a bad thing. And then fifth on the list of things that you can focus on is walking, which is probably one that most people wouldn't think about. But when it comes to weight loss, movement is going to be super helpful. Any type of exercise is going to be a good thing. We want to move our bodies. We want to get more active. We want to move more because people who move more are more successful at keeping the weight off, which makes a lot of sense, right? You want to live an active lifestyle because when you're moving around, when you're using your body, when you're doing different things, you're just burning more calories. And not that that's the sole focus that you want to just be hyper fixated on. You don't just want to be exercising all day, every day just to burn more calories, but simply by just, you know, being more active, get more steps in, walking, things like that, you're just going to burn more calories. Burning more calories allows you to eat more, and it's also just going to make you feel better. So walking or any type of movement is also a really good thing. And I always tell people, you know, a good range to shoot for is somewhere above 8,000 steps. Obviously, you know, if you're only getting 2,000 right now, well, trying to increase that to 5,000 is still going to be a really, really good thing. But I like to shoot for about 8,000 uh, at a minimum. 10,000 is even better, but trying to get your steps up, get more movement in is always going to be a good thing. And when you think about steps for the average person, 10,000 steps is probably about an hour and a half of walking. Now, obviously, you don't just have to go on an hour and a half walk like you're going to get steps throughout your day. But, you know, finding ways to get more steps in your day, whether it's, you know, 10 minute walks after you eat or, you know, maybe you're getting some steps in during your workout in between your sets or, parking further away, like there's a lot of different ways where you can add in little steps throughout the day and just increase, you know, your movement throughout the day, which is going to be a good thing. But the more conscious that you are about getting more steps in, the more you're going to be doing yourself a good service. And with that being said, those are the five things, right? So mindset, calories, protein, strength, train, walking, focus on those five things and do those things consistently over time. And you are going to be in a really good spot when it comes to fat loss. So with that being said, bringing this thing to a close, um, just understanding, you know, yes, losing weight is absolutely possible. And even though a lot of people seem to struggle with losing weight and then keeping it off, I think if you take the right approach to losing weight, you're going to have a much, much, much higher chance of actually being successful with that long term mindset and being willing to put in the time to develop new habits, new skills, and be able to not only get to your goals, but then sustain those goals once you get there, which I think is, you know, what most people want. So it's easy to get sucked into, you know, the quick fixes, the hacks, all that kind of stuff that people promise you is going to work. But if you really want long-term progress, if you really want sustainable progress, if you want to really want to live in a way where you feel your best, look your best, then taking a more sustainable approach and doing things that actually make sense for you is the route to go.
Um, I've done a bunch of other episodes on different fat loss things. So uh, you can always check back to previous episodes if this was one that, you know, you thought you got some value out of, but maybe you wanted to learn a little bit more. Check some of the previous episodes because, again, I've done quite a bit on done episodes on fat loss tips, on different diets, on strength programs, on a bunch of different stuff that could be helpful within going into 2024. So you can check those out. Um, I also have a PDF that is 101 fat loss tips. So if you're interested in that, just shoot me a message on Instagram and I will send that over to you. Um, and then lastly, one-on-one coaching spots for the upcoming year. I know that, you know, again, this is a very, very popular time for people to get into their fitness goals. So if you're somebody who maybe you need some accountability, maybe you don't know exactly what to do and need some help with getting going. Um, maybe you're just ready to, you know, really learn about what you need to learn about in order to be successful with this stuff. There's just too much information. Maybe you're a little overwhelmed or you don't want to do all the, the work of trying to sift through all this stuff and figure out what to actually follow. One-on-one coaching could be a good thing for you. Uh, if you're interested, just go to the interest app, which is in the show notes, check it out, fill it out. We'll have a conversation, see if it's a good fit. If not, no worries. But you know, I only take on people who I feel like I can help, who I can help get results. So, you know, if it's not a good fit, I'll tell you and hopefully give you a recommendation on maybe someone else you can try or somewhere else you can look. But again, if you're interested in some one-on-one coaching, uh, just fill out that interest form and we will have a conversation. With that being said, that is all I have for now. Appreciate you guys listening and we will see you next week.